Great question. About one, three, five-ish. I haven't been putting the episodes up. You have. So we had a two-parter the other day. Did you do them as like a part one, part two? So we had one, three, four, part one, one, three, four, part two. One, three, five was the week three check-in with Dan, and this is our week four check-in that Dan sent in to us from the British Bearded Baby, and we'll get straight into it. So this is episode one, three, six, and then we're fully up to date. Uh, we had just so much on, you were away, yep. so we're up to date. We've still got loads of questions that are sitting in my wonder list from listeners. Um, and we've actually had someone reach out, uh, another startup founder who wants to, uh, who's been checking out the show, wants to share his story. So I'll probably play that. We could even just uh, chuck that audio into a podcast tomorrow or the, whenever you're scheduling the next one's out. But should we get into... Yeah, if we just play Dan's now. Hey guys, so uh, it's Dan and this is my update number four for you, I believe it is four. Um, yeah, number four. Um, so, this one, um, it's been probably the uh, the hardest week that I've had so far as a startup uh, founder in the, the 12, 13 months that I've been decide well since i decided to start doing this uh kind of passion and turning it into something it's yeah it's, it's it's been very hard it's not been uh easy the past week um the tolls of a day job or a side job uh as i like to think of it with my promotion and move to a different um busier kitchen it's a lot more responsibility so it's been a lot harder trying to help that team and switch between mind frames um and then sorting the, the the business out itself um you've probably seen yourselves if you've followed us on our instagram or facebook that i have uh got the the labels the the labels that never seem to uh want to happen and do you know what? i was so pumped and happy for them uh, beard oil labels for the bottles, great, fit, perfect, everything. And then the tins, when I put them on, they just didn't fit. Um, there were a couple of mils too big. The back end of the tin is a couple of mils shorter. Um, but the previous people I'd used, the measurements I'd given them, they'd, what I'd thought, gone off those measurements. Uh, so the samples that I'd been using from them uh, fit. If anything, they were a little bit small. Um, than I thought they were going to be so I thought the same measurements would work the same Uh, so it's just a massive learning curve and a stupid error on not checking it so um, that really kind of hit home and maybe made me realise how hard it is to do everything on your own Um, you know from every everything from you know you've got to measure I'm, I'm measuring the size of my bottles my labels i'm trying to run my social media accounts i'm trying to sort out um an accountant so making sure i'm running the accounts properly i'm trying to order stock i'm trying to deal with customers uh and we have got people that are interacting with us through um, direct message and comments and stuff like that and it's it's, it's very very small and very micro but that's the the key to what I'm doing with the community side of it is trying to build it. So that's the area I've been focus, focusing on. Um, but yeah, just trying to do everything. It, it's kind of, I don't know whether it just all boiled over. Um, the other day, I would possibly say was the worst day that I've had. Um, 
I just kind of lost where I was going um, and for a day couldn't see the other the other side of it or the next day or anything positive happening um, but we've got to move forward and I've got to just take it the labels and I, I don't know whether to go down the route of just write the labels off as a loss um, in the long run it's just going to be a small blip a step back um, or whether just to go ahead and use the labels um, they are just a, f a few mils so that the top uh, cover looks pretty much great is like maybe half a mil on the corner that's it that just kind of a bit too big but the back uh the labels kind of um curls up around the side and at the corners um i did put some uh pictures out uh through social media and some live stream uh talking about it and i was thinking maybe i'd just go and use them um because it could be be a talking point a bit more of a story behind um the brand a bit more quirky as to why the labels don't fit um and it uh, not having to get everything perfect but then again the the, the labels are the first thing people see so i, I kind of had mixed feedback from people that um i showed them to and interacted with about them that some people like oh no you need them perfect um they need to look great for your first image and stuff like that and then other people have said the same as what i've been thinking whereas it's just use it as a, a story with the brand um but again it's something we need to look into so where are we going from there so uh labels wise for oils um i am now uh i will be doing it today um making some uh product uh, making a small batch so that I can send out the oils to a um, handful of people that have been interacting with us and that have um, been promised some free stuff before launch. And on that note, I'm pushing the Facebook account, uh, I've, as you guys said, doubling down on um, the Instagram since uh, the first podcast I did with you guys. And I've kind of, I'm really enjoying the Instagram and I really have just been forgetting the Facebook uh, and just kind of using it as a tick box exercise and posting on the Facebook and I need to use the Facebook account to build a more of a community for interaction. It's a lot easier than Instagram. Uh, Instagram's very visual. Um, apart from going live and people commenting, um, there's not really much interaction you can get, whereas Facebook's a bit much bigger and kind of, wider platform for people to interact with each other and as a community so um i did run a um a, a facebook ad and we're going to be running another one today um ran a facebook ad on the video so the founders kind of story as to where we've got to and stuff like that i uh, run the short 60 second video as an ad um which uh i ran for a couple of days and it reached two and a half thousand people uh, a mix between us and uk um and i think i ran it for four days and they ran it on a low budget just as a a, 
a test um, for my kind of first one to see the demographics and the tags in it and stuff like that and how it all worked. And then halfway through, I switched from doing UK and US and just put just the UK. Uh, obviously working off a small area or aiming at a smaller demographic or group of people clearly works because um, I went from about 600 in two days to changing it just to the UK and just the northwest of England and then it shot up just shy of 2,000 views in two days. Um, now again, I don't know if Facebook ads, if that's how it works with. Uh, towards the, the back end of an advert getting it pushed more um, or if that was just down to me changing stuff and it working a bit better. So again, I'm going to run a few more. I'll be running another one today on a, pay, on a page promotion. So I need to try and draw more people to the Facebook page interaction-wise. I'm going to be running um, adverts and promotions towards um, different things like like and share for a free product on the Facebook page and stuff like that. Uh, Rest of it, so the merch at the minute kind of... I've been a bit slack on um the guy did my logo he's going to be doing some uh branding designs and stuff for me uh just but um i tried to get him on board with the the startup hours i was looking more down the social media and branding kind of design side for him because uh, obviously he's good at what he does um but Unfortunately, he's uh, tied up elsewhere uh, and can't really commit to doing anything. So that's uh, something I have to look into trying to find someone else. Um, And so, yeah, merch I'm looking at doing. The same printers that I used for these labels. Now, don't get me wrong, the the labels are great. I love them. Uh, It's nothing to do with them having any errors or anything. It's it's an error on my side. Um, they also have connections and stuff with people that do garments and stuff like that, supplying or just printing on your own garments. So I uh, will be looking at them. But as it's the UK, we all know, bank holiday at the minute. So as of four or five o'clock on Friday, nobody is going to be doing anything. So as a startup, it's a pain in the ass for um, trying to get through to people, especially when... Uh, Weekends are sometimes, especially Sundays. Are, <laughs> I know it's a bad day. Sundays and Fridays um, are the days that I get most time to uh, throw all my kind of attention into it. So no one really wants to reply or is actually there to reply. Um, where are we going from there? So, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to leave it there for now. Um, although I... Last bit I will say I did have a few lessons on um, live streaming, so Instagram. I uh, I wanted to I'd run out of my own personal batch um, of the oil that I use in the night time, so I thought oh, I need to go make some tonight. And then just as I was going to go and do it, I thought, hold on, let's go and let's go live with it. It's uh, we're documenting everything, so um, yeah, I set up in the uh, the the workshop. Uh, it's what I like to call it, but it's it's my garage, but it's my uh, my man cave. Probably sounds a bit better for a. Uh, although I hate that term, uh, but it's, it's probably something that goes more down the line of uh, beards. Um, and yeah, the we'd we'd switched internet providers previously, and the previous one I could get a great signal in the garage. Uh, this one they just seem to obviously. Uh, they're not made for outdoor Wi-Fi signals, so um, 
yeah, the Instagram live. It, and the first one pulled a, a, a lot of traction, the most traction I've got for a live. I, I think it was five or six people joined in, um, but it just crashed. And then I tried again and I pulled them back, uh, minus one of them. And then I tried three more times. I tried once more in the garage and then I pulled it into the house. Um, and I think it was a learning curve from Instagram that if you're running lives and you have poor signal uh over a couple of short time short term periods that instagram will cut you because when i did it in the house uh the missus has got a notification on her ipad turned on uh, because i use that during um lives and it the notifications were popping up that the live had gone uh live so I don't know whether Instagram just cut that kind of stuff to stop poor connection um, and poor quality of uh, content going out. So it's definitely a learning curve to make sure if you are going to do a live on any of the platforms, especially Instagram, um, make sure that you've got a good internet connection and that people can actually see you. Um, but yeah, as I said, I'll leave it there with you guys. Um, working with... Matthew, or sorry, Fordy. I don't like calling people by their nicknames or anything when I don't really know them on a personal level. So, um, yeah, working with him on the website. Um, great guy. I can't believe that you've introduced me to someone that just seems so genuine and willing to give someone the world to kind of help them and get someone to go a complete stranger in, in his eyes of what I am. And help me get to where I need to be uh, so I really really do appreciate that and yeah so I'll leave it there and I will get back to you next week guys I hope you have uh, a great bank holiday and I uh, look forward to hearing some more stuff from you guys uh, Adam get Sarah's update on or Sarah's update on um, I'm sure many people that listen to your podcast are just as intrigued with listening to my startup, um, they'd be more intrigued listening to uh, Sarah's with her being your um, wife. Uh, I really want to hear some where she's at. It's kind of cool. See you later, guys. And then we'll talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be wondering why we're laughing off the back of that damn thing, but it's, it's the way it's that we... because we have fun. It's the way that we do the drops. Um, it's so interesting. The way that the first thing that I picked up on this is obviously we had weeks two, three, and four in our inbox mm-hmm. when you got back to check in, and we were saying it sounds like it's taken its toll. Yeah, he he started uh, week sorry week three or yeah week three week three was we were getting a tired vibe. Yep, sound a little bit kind of <sighs> taking its toll on him. This week, definitely. He's yeah. even been able to self-identify that problem now. And that he opened up, he opened up his audio clip with that, which is interesting because he hasn't heard our feedback yet. When he got week four no. into us, he hasn't heard our feedback. Yeah. Which I kind of feel bad for because we were like... He was, Come on, mate. Just pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Push at it. Uh, no, which is good. Um, so the, the key thing is for me, especially when people listen to the show, is that's the real stuff. Like, mm. It's so hard. And when he lists out all the stuff he's got to do, and like you think about... Like, even when I started this business, like, you literally wear every single hat in the business. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, like, how do you learn how to do that? Or how, because you got to, like, you've just got to do it because you can't afford to pay someone else to do it. Um, let's, do, let's jump into sort of the, the points you raised, labels. This, I, I feel like the thing, if we only speak about one thing, 
the label question was an interesting one for me. Yeah, uh, he said he put some pics up on Instagram. I had a quick look, but I couldn't, I don't know if he put one up illustrating this issue that he was having, uh, but it was a sizing problem that he's having. Um, what I've seen on this social so far, not seeing anything obvious. Um, I kind of need to see exactly how out it is, because he says only a few mil, and obviously if, if it's if it's supposed to be bang on, then a few mil makes all the difference to yep. it. Sitting flush and up this up the edge. Mm -hmm. It's not like he can clip down every one. Um, the the thing that went through my head about this is is it online or is it in the shop? Mm. So if it's online, I th I feel that he can take a very different approach to whether he's got a couple of local hairdressers or whatever it is that are stocking the product. I kind of agree with people if if it's a stocked product and you're going to walk up to it on a shelf and see it, pick it up, hold it, feel it, and the label's off, it might put you off. Yeah, I, I think it needs to be uh, in that scenario where you're looking at a prospective customer coming in and picking up your product for the first time. They need to look at it and it needs to be the best it can be. You're going to bang that off the table when you put it down, aren't you? I, just as a side note, I've realised that when, when you play with your phone, like you just did, it like creates a little... Right, this pen. Oh, you're in one of those movies, <laughs> are you? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, when, when, you, when you're picking a product off the side, you want it to look as good as it can be. If you pick it up and it looks a bit janky, labels off, then maybe you're going to think, mm. fair enough if it was a front one that was janky and you just go for the one behind it. I never pick the one at the front off anyway. Are you one of those people? Yeah, when, if you've got like four or five on a shelf. You reach behind? I'll go for the one a little, bit, three deep, little bit deeper in. Depends on how high the shelf is, depending on if that's an option for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, uh, because it's one of those things that's by association, if you look at the label and you think the label's not on properly, and you think, ah, it's probably not a great product, take, uh, we can drop the name, Fernox. They mm. said something really interesting to us in a meeting, which was, uh, when we do freebies, we only do high quality freebies because mm. people associate the freebie, weirdly, with the product. If mm. we do high quality jackets as giveaways, then they're going to think our product is high quality. Yeah. Fernox, Fernox is quality. That's exactly. the words that they said to us. Yep. So I think, I think that's one thing. Complete flip side of this, actually, just to, <clears> just to round that off, is if he's also taking his product in to try and get a new stockist, so he's trying to take it into a hairdresser's, when they look at it, they're going to be even more, yeah. because it's put in their mm. shop. Um, it's something that they want to represent and try and sell. My complete flip side of this is two things. One, if he's sending it out to influencers, it doesn't make a difference. So he sends it out to influencers, he's got a batch, he goes, hey, by the way, I learned something with the labels, they're a little bit uh, mill too big, so when you do put this on Instagram where you take a photo of it, just make sure you don't get the labels in as they are at the moment so we get it fixed. Because he's already been sharing his story as well. Already they, been sharing his story. Know his situation. And this is where it came back to building up a relationship with these guys mm. before actually the website goes live where you can send people to just start working Instagram DMing. It was great to hear that he's put a, after he listened to the show a day or two ago, he's put an email in our inbox which was like, I'm on it lads, I'm on it. It was good to hear that energy from them as well, it was really yeah. good. Um, so I think if it's going out to influence it doesn't make a scrap of difference, he should just give them a heads up and let them know what he's learned. Also it'll probably make them feel a bit closer to the brand. And if it's on the shop, I also still don't think it makes a difference. I think he can sell that product. He can print off an A4 piece of paper, keeping it real nice and scrappy and simple, and say, hey, thanks for buying the product. Just so you know, when we got the labels, we were a bit disappointed that they came in the wrong size. But it doesn't affect all the goodness that's inside, and we'll make sure that we fix it for your next run. Thanks for being one of our first awesome customers. 
you want to pick up the phone and give me a call and speak about anything, here's my phone number. I would literally do that. Do we know how many labels he's got? 2,000. He's got 2,000. But he's got 2,000 labels, but I don't think they're all, I don't think he's got like 2,000 for that product, 2,000 for that product. Mm. So I think across the whole range, which I think he's got three, four different products. Uh, so I don't know whether it's tins or the oils. He, he did mention, but I think one of them is fine. I think the oil one might be fine. I'm going to try and look without making too much noise pressing my touch screen. It's not when you press your touch screen, you sarcastic beep. <laughs> it's when you put it down on the desk. You basically throw it like you did with your water bottle the other day, then you went through the desk. <laughs> a two litre water bottle, and he puts it down. So I'm looking at his uh, oils. He's got Breeze, Silence, and Night Tonic. Like it. Um, and then he's got some tins. It's the tins that the label are wrong. So how many different tins are on there? Is it three? I've got Pure, Bolster, and Hank. So I think it's those tins. So if he's got 2,000 labels across them all, very quick math, six skews, oil and tins, you're probably only looking at about 300 labels each. You're probably gonna give away 50, 80, whatever number of products to influencers. First 200 customers, whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? Just put a letter in there. So have a think. Yeah, look at you. Oh. <laughs> Slam the water bottle down as well. Stop moving um, the mic. So I don't think it makes a difference. No. I think there's ways around it. I would hate to see him scrap them. Uh, and just because it's out, it's out of his own bloody pocket. Like these, that's, what, that's one thing that, you got a bootstrap, he's, every penny counts. Um, I think he should definitely save his money on brand awareness marketing. He said he'd run that video, which we can get onto in terms of just some notes about Facebook distribution. Um, yeah, that's more your uh, Facebook ads, things like that. That's more your domain. Yep, you I deal with that all the time. And I enjoy it. That's something that I really, I really enjoy, uh, especially doing that for clients. Um, so I would say use the labels, especially if they're online, especially if they're influencers, just use the labels then. What about if he is going to kind of pitch to a store or barber, wherever? Would you suggest him getting another run? Because you, you're saying that we, you, if it needs to look perfect for those scenarios, you want it to look good. So, there's, so does he take a punt on another run? I'm glad you asked. Um, That's what I'm here for, mate. <laughs> I can't believe we put a nail in that wall just looking up. So we had a side note. We had a. Uh, we can talk about this in our review when we talk yeah. about that. Um, so the thing that I've picked up on from sales is a very bad salesman or, a, or an average salesman will give himself a reason not to pick up the phone or not to walk in the door. As in he will, he will look at his product or service and think it's not right for this client because of X. So let me mm -hmm. try and find the perfect client and let me take my perfect product and match it with the perfect client and let me sell that. And that's sort of preemptively giving, preemptively saying no before the customer mm. has said no. I think there's so much benefit of walking in to a, to a hairdresser's, and it's probably one of these trendy hairdressers you know, with the barber's chairs and all that cool stuff. Uh, and walking in. As opposed to no, you know, stools. You know what I mean? Like the kick, you know what I mean? So I'm doing the kickback yeah, retro. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like the, the trendy vibes. Um, hashtag trendy vibes. Trendy. <laughs> People can't see you do that, but that was funny. Um, <laughs> people are now Baller! like... <laughs> so I think... Um, I don't think it should stop him walking in. I think he should go in, show his wares, and he be can, like, listen... You can still pitch it and say, this is batch one. This is batch one. I'm aware of this. We could put some on your shelf. We could see how it goes. Or you could just take the oils for now, and you can say, 
whatever the name of that range is coming mm. soon and then the second batch but there's a risk of like waiting for it to be perfect waiting for it to be perfect waiting for it to be perfect and then walking in with all your hopes and dreams in that conversation because it can't get any better from that point if he's got the perfect product he walks in he has to get the perfect pitch where if he goes in and says listen this is what we're doing this is what we've got this is what happened balls up with the labels i mean tell me about it small business is trying to get it right mm. can you hear me brother <laughs> <laughs> and then having a conversation with that owner uh, and then taking it from there, so I'd still have that conversation. Yeah, it's inter- it's almost it's almost a good talking point. Exactly. Like that's like like we say, it's part of the journey that he's going through as well. So that's that can be a, that can almost be a selling point of the product. If they if they've got it on their shelf at the moment, sales, it's a, it's a <laughs> you can put that into a you know, feature. No, you know what I mean. Like it is, it's a new product. It is going completely organic. He's looking out for you, but it's this is batch one, and you. You know what I mean? It could be it yeah. could be a thing that even the barbers can push on to their clients as well. They can tell the story. Let um, them say no. Let them say no. And if they say no, don't take that answer. Don't walk out. <laughs> don't walk out till they buy or until they die. <laughs> Love that quote. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Where do you go from that? Um, cool. So yeah, I just crack on with that. Um, Facebook ads. Just a quick one, Dan. Uh, so my, from my personal experiences, what you've, what you've done is what you've told us is UK, US, big audience, mm-hmm. niched it down, went uh, targeted up north, and you had from like 600 views to a few thousand views. Real simple terms of how Facebook distribution works from an ad side of things is the more people engage with the ad, the cheaper the distribution. So if you have a really, really terrible ad, you can pay Facebook to distribute it, but you've got to pay Facebook a lot of money to get it in people's news feeds because people aren't engaged with it. So Facebook has this balancing act of, we need adverts, but we also need to not make the timeline, sorry, news feed really shit. So if you've got a really fun engaging ad, and if you look at the stuff that we did with Profit, yeah. like we got 10x the distribution we should have because everyone liked, shared, commented, engaged with it. Mm. And Facebook went, actually, this, this feels less like an ad and more of a, a piece of content that they want to see. So the, the distribution price is cheaper. So what you've probably done is found that the people in the UK, up north, resonate with the ad because your accent, whatever it is, they know you're local mm. um, and they've engaged with it more and that's what's caused the cheaper distribution for you. So stick to local, video's good uh, and take it from there, mate. Um, I don't really have much to say about the Instagram cutting signal thing. Yeah, um, did he say he, he, think he was unsure if he was gonna get penalized? Yeah. I, I don't really understand how it would do that. Um, because if you're following someone already and you go live, then I think he's saying it, that it will. Sorry, sorry, Adam. The, ring, the ring bang now. The ring. I'll take my watch off and all, shall I? He's <laughs> <laughs> arriving just in boxes to the next show in the middle of the room. Uh, um, but yeah, if you follow someone and someone goes live, you get a push notification anyway. So it's not like it's not going to notify the people that are following. Um, I don't know. Signals, one of them things, even when you've got four bars, 4G, things can drop Stuff out. Happens, yeah, yeah. Your phone's doing all sorts. We've tried it on the move. It holds out better than you'd expect. We do things on Wi-Fi sometimes and we struggle. Yeah, so, it's the Wi-Fi in its office. But Hashtag new office. Stay tuned for future episode. <laughs> but as for, I don't know, so yeah, I think just kind of stick at the live, stick at it, just try and find a spot that he can maintain signal. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's no. getting penalised. He, he worried that because on the iPad when he went live, it didn't come through as a push notification. Don't worry about it. I don't think that, I haven't seen anything where you get penalised for it. I just keep cranking it out, mate, and just see what happens. Um, I wonder. I wonder if there's like a threshold before it notifies people that you're live. 
as in you need a certain number of people to tune in before it goes, oh, okay, you, you're going live, it's interesting. Yeah, could be. Maybe. Could be I that. Could be that. Um, we can keep guessing about Yeah, we can, we, can make, we can make all sorts. <laughs> Uh, and that, that was really the, the key point from the, um, the show. I've just got, like one note is, is Dan thanked us for the introduction to Matt. Uh, and he was like, I can't believe like a complete stranger. But I think the key thing is from that, and it kind of comes down like the, the reason I, I wrote it down is there's so many people that you don't know that ask for an introduction into someone that you do know. So like uh, we, we work with different companies and I'll have people who are trying to pitch Baxi on a product and they're like, oh, can you please make an introduction to Baxi for me? I'm like, no, I don't know you. You've added no value or anything like that. Dan, we, we, we've had a chat with Dan, we had on the podcast, he's a listener, so we wanted to engage with him and we've learned his story and we have like all the love in the world for him and trying to make sure that this thing works and give him as much value as we can. And because Forley listens to the show and he knows that we don't tend to entertain people that we don't want to spend time with, and we're fairly abrupt with that, but if someone comes into our circle, we'll help them as much as we can. Dan's feedback was like, I can't believe a complete stranger's helped, but I think what, what people need to understand is when you get an introduction from someone, you're actually asking them to pass their trust on. Mm. Forty trusts me, Forty trusts you, and we've said this is a good guy, so Forty's just acting as if he's one of the lads in the office. Um, so the, the yeah, and that's it. He's not, Dan's not a stranger to us, is he? No, he's, exactly. He's, He's a friend. Yeah. He's a friend. Exactly that, that. So. one that we're supporting. But I think uh, the thing is for the rest of the listeners is what you sh- shouldn't do is just reach out to people cold and ask for a favour. Like, if, you, if the reason you're reaching out is for a favour, give that person some value first, help them out. Um, Dan reached out to us, he's like, I've listened to the show. I, like, it wasn't like, I've listened to the show, can you please put me on your show four days a week or whatever it is and help us do distribution so I can get an audience. who's like, I listened to the show, you're helping me. So like, build relationships up before you do an ask. Because what you're actually asking that person to do is put their reputation on the line on your behalf, um, yeah, which is a big ask, which is a real mm. big ask. But yeah, uh, yeah, Matt's over the moon to be helping you down, uh, and keep up the weekly updates, mate. By now, hopefully, we're up to speed. You've got all our feedback from weeks two, three, and four, uh, so I'm looking forward to hearing what week five looks like. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't get the goals of what you're trying to do next week. Normally, he says like what his focus is on. Oh, I didn't get that this week. True, but um, he caught the other episode and was, he responded already, so we know that may, maybe maybe the fact that he was just so yeah, tired okay. this week, he was just like, Phew. yeah, okay. But now we know he's, he's moving ahead with uh, reaching out to people. Like cool. So, what I want to know is numbers. I want to know exactly how many influences he's mm-hmm. got lined up ready to get his product. I want to know how many people. I don't care about how many. I'd love to know how many people he DM'd and how many people replied just for conversions. But Dan. Tell us the list. Like, how many people you reached out and says, yeah, I want this product, and if it's good, I will help you get distribution. And you probably haven't even framed it that way. It's we've got a cool product, you're on Instagram, you've got followers, can I send you something? I want to know exactly what you've done in that world. I also want to know a go-live date from you and Matt. Cool. Those, those two things. Yeah, we said the other day, actually, when we were talking, it's like, you, kind of, you feel from now, don't you? Yeah. Like, you're in the yeah, mix. It's, it's, it is crazy to think that we're... That was it, because we, we discussed it with it. Mm. It's quite a big responsibility, almost. Like we're we're just having a casual conversation about Dan's future, yeah, and he's literally acting upon it. When he when he first uh, wrote in and was asking about should he, um, he was thinking Contact of influencers. waiting on social. Yeah. He wasn't even posting on social media at the moment. He's got a page. We're not doing anything about it at the moment. Oh, no. sorry, this was before. Like, yeah, back, way back. back, back yeah. And we said, yeah, 
get on it now. And he did, he acted on it. Just fired it out of a cannon and just went for it straight away. We tell him to do something else. Uh, what, was, what was the other? The thing was being uh, di- uh, influencers. Yes, that's should, it. Should I DM them or should I wait, should until, I wait until I've got the product? We said, just DM them now. Later that day, he'd been on it, firing emails out and uh, DMs to people. And that's the reason I think that we really enjoy <clears throat> helping is because we feel like, like you said it, he, he's, he's doing the Gary V do. Massive in inverted big air, air, yeah, air Big air quotes. Uh, but yeah, do. he's doing the stuff. Mm. It's not as if he's like procrastinating on it and thinking about it. And that's the thing is we ain't going to always be right. And Dan's mm. ideas aren't going to always be right. But the fact if you go and try something, you're going to know. Out. You're going to know real fast. Uh, so take a leaf out of Dan's book and go and do. <laughs> we'll leave it there, guys. If and you I'll, have a question for the show, what's up? Yeah, I was going to say it on that note. Okay, so if you've made it this far <laughs> and you've got through 19 minutes of us and 30 minutes of Dan, congratulations. Yeah. Um, you're in the uh, Startup Podcast Hall of Fame. Yeah, let us know if you like the length. Um, <laughs> Just I use- didn't mean that to sound as dirty as it did. Uh, Hashtag like the length. But yeah, you can... Also, you can, you can Best way to get in touch is it DM or email. Either or, either or will get. Will they can one follow us at Start a Podcast, and I want you guys to follow us and start a podcast now. I want you to get in contact with us and let us know you're listening to the show. Review the show on iTunes. What? Yeah, like email hello at experttrades.com. We're giving them too much, Harry. <laughs> what if you can pick one thing? What's the first, what do you want them to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, what do you want them to do? What would I want them to do? Do you know what I want them to do? What? Email in. I want them to do. You want them to do? Do. I want them to email or DM. Email or I want DM. them to reach out. Because so what's going to happen, so we're going to get an email to hello at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle, one at the end. That goes through to my beautiful wife, Sarah, who runs that inbox for the business. She mm-hmm. then says, oh, I don't know, something relating to the podcast. You guys do any work. She fires it across to me. We'll get onto the show. Because from there, I've got your email address. I'm going to say, really appreciate you reaching out. Can you go and leave me a five-star review on iTunes to mm. get more distribution? That's what we're going to do. Go and do good energy today. We're going to do a weekly catch-up for Expert Trades. Let me know how we're getting on. Thanks.